Welcome to the HSD podcast series. I'm your host today, Laura Franco, Vice President, Director of Post-Acute Regulatory Strategy. Today, I'm joined again by Jennifer Lamb, RN, MBA, and Mock Surveyor for Life Care Services. We are continuing our dialogue about the new FTAG numbering system and the regulations contained in each of the potential substandard care FTAGs. Our overall goal is to help you understand each one of these FTAGs individually, and now that the state's uh, surveyors are actually using them during the survey process. So today we're talking about FTAG 680, Qualifications of Activity Personnel. Welcome back, Jennifer. Thanks, Laura. I'm glad to be back. And I'm glad to be here to share some more information and um, see our communities get ready uh, for the survey and give them some good information. Wonderful, wonderful. Let's start with a quick little recap for our listeners on what they can expect from this series of 49 podcasts that we're doing on the 49 um, tags. Okay. Well, as you said, we're covering um, one F tag for podcast for the 49 tags that are identified as substandard quality of care. And CMS defines substandard quality of care as having more than one deficiency related to participation requirements under resident behavior and facility practices, quality of life, and quality of care that constitute either immediate jeopardy to resident health and safety, a pattern of or widespread actual harm that is not immediate jeopardy, or a widespread potential for more than minimal harm, but less than immediate jeopardy with no actual harm. And so again, we use the SOM or the State Operations Manual uh, guidance to surveyors for long-term care facilities. And we use the latest one that, be- that, came, uh, that became effective in November of last year. So this is the exact same SOM that the surveyors use. And we've, as we have said before, and we continue to stress, it's your best tool to learn as much as you can um, to know as much as the surveyors know and to be prepared for your state survey. So um, again, we advise that you download and follow along to get the most complete information. Perfect, perfect. Um, in our last podcast, we talked about the activities program and FTAG 679. Today, what we're talking about are the qualifications of the activity personnel, and that falls under FTAG 680. And and. In the former tags, that was actually FTAG 249. So in looking at the two FTAGs, I think the only thing that appears to have changed is the name of the section that determines the compliance or non-compliance. Back in FTAG 249, it was titled Deficiency Categorization. And under FTAG 680, the criteria for deficiency under, quote, key elements of non-compliance. Um, is that correct, Jennifer? Yes, that's absolutely right. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. Why don't you go ahead then and uh, and uh, start us off by defining FTAG 680? Okay. Well, F680 says that the activities program must be directed by a qualified professional who is a qualified therapeutic recreation specialist or an activities professional who is licensed or registered, if applicable, by the state in which practicing and is eligible for certification as a therapeutic recreation specialist or as an activities professional by a recognized accrediting body on or after October 1st, 1990, or has two years of experience in a social or recreational program within the last five years, one of which was full-time in a therapeutic activities program, or is a qualified occupational therapist or occupational therapy assistant, 
or has completed a training course approved by the state. So it's a whole lot more than just, you know, scheduling some activities and, you know, not to, not to sound uh, flippant, but it's more than just saying bingo. It's a professional role and it's not an area that can be taken lightly at all. I think that's really important, um, Jennifer. I totally agree with you because it's really more about meeting the physical, mental, spiritual, and psychosocial needs of our residents and has a lot of bearing on their complete overall well-being. And the intent of this regulation is to make sure that the activities program is directed by one of those qualified professionals. That is true, Laura. And I'll say in my travels to our communities, I've met some phenomenal activity directors. Well, I have too, Jennifer. I, I just have to say that I certainly have too. So when we talk about that, what are the responsibilities of the activities director? Well, according to the SOM, the activity director is responsible for directing the development, implementation, supervision, and ongoing evaluation of the activities program. Now, this includes the completion and or directing and delegating of the completion of the activities component of the comprehensive assessment and contributing to and or directing, delegating to the contribution of the comprehensive care plan goals and approaches that are individualized to match the skills, abilities, and interests and preferences of each resident. So they are, they are absolutely involved in the care and planning of absolutely every resident and what would work for them. Um, they direct the activities, and that means scheduling the activities, um, implementing programs, monitoring the response to those programs, and then making any necessary changes. It's a, it's a really, really important job in our communities, and, uh, and, and we should uh, make sure that we're thanking our activity directors all the time. Um, so what, what are the yeah, what are the key elements? I mean, what? How would we be cited on on F six eighty? What what would what would constitute us being cited for that? Okay, well, to to cite deficient practice at F six eighty, the surveyor's investigation will generally show that the facility failed to ensure the activities program is directed by a qualified professional, and it's the same things that I mentioned up above in the in the um, definition that they're going to make sure is that qualified professional licensed or registered if it's applicable you know is that professional eligible for certification as a therapeutic recreation uh, specialist or as an activities professional by a recognized accrediting body on or after october 1st 1990 you know have they had that two years of experience in a social or recreational program within the last five years um, one of which would be uh, a full time in a therapeutic activities program you know, is the qualified, is this professional a qualified occupational therapist or occupational therapy assistant or have they completed a training course? So basically, if they do not meet the professional uh, criteria that's been listed, we're, we're going to be cited F680. So they want to make sure that we are hiring somebody or that we have in place somebody who is professional, understands this role and, and takes it on and makes it, um, you know, makes it the best that they can make it. Absolutely. You know, and it should also be noted that F680 is a tag that, that is an absolute. And that means the facility must have a qualified activities professional to direct the provision of activities to the residents. And if um, 
Thus, it, it is cited if the facility is non-compliant with regulation, whether or not there have been any negative outcomes. So that's what I mean by absolute. It does It's not about the outcomes. It's about being compliant with the qualifications of that professional. Exactly. So in order to provide for the needs of our residents, we have to have an activities director with those pro- professional credentials. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, this has been a short and sweet conversation today, Jennifer, um, as we discuss FTAG 680. So I'd like to thank you, and I would like to thank our listeners as we continue to explore each of the 49 substandard care, quality of care um, FTAGs. And uh, Jennifer, I look forward to our next discussion. Yes, uh, the next time we get together, Laura, uh, we're going to talk about, um, pod, or in our podcast, we're going to talk about F684, and that is quality of care, and that will start off that quality of care grouping. Super. Looking forward to it, Jennifer. So thanks, everyone, for joining us. That's all for today. Legal Disclaimer. Life Care Services LLC is not engaged in rendering legal advice. Therefore, any information provided in this podcast, although intended to be correct, is also not intended to replace or supersede the advice of your legal counsel. Also, thank you to Ben Sounds for the music provided in this podcast.